We pick up at the bottom of uh, 148 Amor Bet, Kuf Mem Chet Amor Bet, Mone Adam, Et Orchav Vet Parpriyo Tav Bipiv. A person is allowed to uh, count his guests that are coming for Shabbat meal and also uh, his uh, appetizers, uh, he can do it mentally. Okay, Bipiv uh, means Mipiv, like with his mouth, you know. With his mouth, uh, which means mentally, aval However, you're not allowed to read it from a list that has been written down. Uh, the reason for that uh, is going to be explained uh, momentarily. Uh, the next thing, pis adam im banav im You can draw lots. In other words, like uh, pick portions uh, for your for your family members with your household. And your family members at the table, as long as you don't say you're going to get a big portion, you're going to get a small portion, uh, etc., they all have to be equal sizes. Um, and uh, the next part of the Mishnah, Matilin, Chalashim al Hakadoshim Biyomtov Aval Lo Min Alamanot. Uh, and also, uh, the, the different priests can have uh, lots with one another uh, for kochim, uh, for holy things on Yom Tov itself, uh, but not uh, for uh, specific portions as well. So you are allowed to do it on on, on Yom Tov. All the Kohanim would come to the Beit Hamikdash, uh, and there'd be a lot of uh, them there, so they would have to split up the various animals that were brought as sacrifices. So they say they can do a lottery similarly, similar to the previous case, that they can't do uh, for specific portions, but you just um, you know big ones and small ones, uh, but that's you are allowed to do that. Okay. The Gemara uh, picks up uh, as uh, as follows: My time, uh, why can't you read the names of the guests? Rabbi Amar Gazaira Shema Yimchok. The the problem might be, as Rashi points out, uh, you might um, get worried that you have uh, over invited guests, and, and therefore you'd want to uh, tell the person who who you're sending to invite the guests. You might like rub a name off the list. Uh, because you haven't got enough food, so you disinvite them, uh, and uh, so you'd have to tell uh, the person. You you kind of work out how much food you've got, and you realise that it's not enough for all the people. So you try erase that person from the from the list. So you're sending uh, someone to shul, a shamas to shul, uh, to invite guests, and uh, and now uh, you you might erase the name of the list, so it doesn't uh, you know have that have that list uh, to invite. So now he, you know I mean, so he doesn't see that person and invite them so you just grab their name off the list quickly okay uh, that is the first uh, problem that could be a buyer says no what's going to happen if you're out to read a normal list you're going to end up reading a uh, what's uh, what's what's known as star a normal star uh, it could be uh, a business document uh, and and things like that is that you're going to read that there are there's a massive discussion uh, as to what you are allowed to read on Shabbat in terms of newspapers and things like that. Um, apart from the Tchum issue, if a newspaper arrived that day, 
uh, but you know, there are all other things as well. Uh, in terms of that, that might be a star hedgeot, uh, and therefore you might also could end up uh, reading uh, business documents, and that would be a violation uh, of Shabbat as well. All right, my Benayu, so what is the difference between these two uh, things? And what we're going to see, we're going to have three different answers, and then we're going to return back uh, to the first one. Okay, Ikebano, the, the first uh, difference between the two of them, Diktiva Kotel Umidli. If the writing is on the wall and it's uh, higher, then a person can actually reach. The uh, Yimchok, the one that says you, you'd be worried that you're going to erase it, uh, you're not worried about that because the writing is too high uh, for the person to reach. Shema uh, Yikra, the one that says uh, you could, you know, read business documents, Chashinan, well then, uh, there's obviously still a concern. Uh, and, you know, if, if the thing is too high, it doesn't really make a difference because if you read that, you'll think that you can read normal things as well. So that is uh, the first answer. Gemara says, listen, what about the one that says uh, that you're worried about erasing? Nechush Shema Yikra. Uh, you know, what does he have to say about business documents? In other words, uh, you can't say it's only one and not the other. Uh, maybe there's a concern for both. Uh, and therefore, uh, there's no difference uh, between these, these two answers. It just gives uh, an example, maybe, where they both agree. But two, and moreover, Lishma. Uh, uh, no, sorry, Lashema Mimchok Lochashinan, and you know, in terms of it, you know, even if the writing is high up, uh, you know, is that enough of a concern not to be worried? It says Vatanya, uh, but we see that uh, when it comes to a rabbinic decree, we often don't uh, allow, you know, uh, differences based on uh, the situational. We do, we do what's called a law plug, uh, a, a uniform gazera. Uh, as follows, Vatanya, we have learned in Nebrata, you're not allowed to read by the light of a candle on Friday night. Uh, and uh, we, we saw this uh, way back in the second chapter. And, uh, and we said, because why? Because uh, you might tilt the candle and therefore uh, increase the flame or decrease the oil, whatever you're going to do. So uh, in terms of that, you're not allowed to read by the light of a candle. And Rabbi says about that, even if it's double the height of a person, even if it's two um, car prods, uh, you know, high. Uh, even if it's 10 houses height and somehow the light would actually uh, filter down to you, must be maybe it's a, a very big flame or something like that, uh, you know, that's uh, in all of those cases, uh, you aren't, it says, law you cry. You don't make exceptions. It's a blanket. It's a uniform rule. If you're not allowed to read by the light of a candle, there's no question. You, you're not allowed to read full stop. Uh, it doesn't make a difference how half high it is and, you know, whether you are going to be able to do it. So we see uh, that surely we should take that into account uh, and, um, and and therefore we should say that uh, you know we don't there, there's no difference between uh, whether you can do something whether you can't do something uh, into whether it's feasible to do something or not feasible to do something if you make a a, a rule uh, a blanket kazaira it becomes a blanket kazaira so therefore that can't be an answer 
So we try again. Ela the difference between them, dictive. A kotel mitate. If it's on a wall and it's low down, i.e., within uh, reach of the person. And uh, now the difference is Obviously, because it's within easy reach, you are worried that you could a uh, um, uh, erase it uh, because you you know that that it's, it's written on the wall. Now you just quickly rub it off. And Amandama Sheme Yikra, the one that says you you know that you might be reading normal business documents. Uh, you're not worried because uh, you know Guda Vishtara Lo Michlaf Machlif. You are not concerned with a wall. A wall is uh, fundamentally different from a document uh, and therefore just because you're allowed to read something on the wall doesn't mean that you're now saying oh once i can read something on the wall i can read a contract okay uh, that is the uh, um that's the second answer but it, f- it suffers from the same deficiencies really as the first answer uh you know in terms of the one saying that uh, you could um read these documents, why don't you say also uh, that you, you might erase it? It is within easy reach after all. Ella so the difference would be we try a third time tavla uh, uh, what happens if the writing is somehow engraved on a tablet or on a board? Uh, it says according to the one that says you you know you're worried you're gonna uh, erase it. That's uh, the, you know we we're not we're not worried about such a thing because it's engraved uh, and there's no writing over there. Uh, uh, the one that says you're going to read a business document, uh, he says yeah, that, that we could still, a uh, person thinks I can you know, write, read the stuff engraved on tablets or whatever. Maybe I can also read a contract, a business contract and stuff like that. All right, uh, again, we have the same issue. Uh, you know, what about the case of uh, the, the person that uh, you're saying, you're not worried about rubbing it out. Uh, maybe you would worried, be worried about reading it. So the same thing. In other words, you can't say the one to the exclusion of the other. Both concerns should be applicable. Tabla pinchas, v'shtara lo machlif. And maybe you would say that it, uh, this tablet or this board is not going to get confused with a document a person is allowed to count how many guests are going to be sitting inside how many guests are going to be sitting outside and and how many portions yeah you're going to have to put in front of them miktav uh, if it's if the writing is written on a kotel on a wall uh, but you know, it's it's not writing that is on a tablet or a board. Okay, so we see there is a difference between a um, a tablet or a board uh, and uh, and other things. Okay, so in in terms of uh, of that, so the Gemara says, "Hey, dummy, exactly what are you talking about here?" addictive mechtav. If it is written uh, in terms of uh, ink, what's the difference if it's written on a wall uh, in ink or on a tablet uh, somehow written in ink? Okay, Ella, love the the chiek. It must be that it must be engraved. Okay, and we thought you know it, it might be you might have thought that it was written versus written. No, uh, the tablet was engraved in the tablet. Miktav, so I gave a kotel. If the writing is on the wall, uh, then you know it's uh, it's um, 
you know, in, in, in terms of that, that would be no good. Aval, law mektav, I'll go tavla upinkas. So, sorry, you can read from the writing on the wall, but you can't read from the writing on the tablet or the board. So we see uh, we've, we've knocked this out as well in terms of a nafkimina, the difference between the two. So therefore, um, Hello, Olam Dictiv, Hakotel Midlay. It must be on a wall and it's actually high up. Okay, it's uh, out of a person's reach. Dekai Kashalai Dirava. And the first, uh, you know, we, we had mentioned this is the first answer and we had a problem with it, uh, which we said we don't allow, um, you know, differences uh, in opinion. We have law plugs, which means uh, you have to keep the situation as uh, as uniform as possible. Uh, and, and we can't allow uh, different things in different situations uh, because of the fact that it could lead to a lot of confusion. Dirava Tanahi. We say actually that statement is not a universal universal statement. It's actually a machloket zanem. How so? The tanya mod adam et orchav vet pinka am parprotav mi piv avalo menakatav. Uh, the the st- the statement of the first statement of the brighter you said you're allowed to uh, count your people your guests that are coming uh, mentally uh, it says um, you know and, and your portions that you're going to serve them uh, but you can't do it if it is written down okay that accords with our mission as well however Rav Acha said you can re- uh, you know uh, read from a list that is written. On the wall, uh, and that is uh, so. We see that is a machloket rather Rav Acha allowing such a thing. You know says, "Hey, Kedami, exactly how are we saying this?" It says, "Ilaim adiktiv let me tata." If it's written uh, within reach, okay, I low down lake shema yimchok. Well, surely they be worried then that the person will uh, erase that part on the wall, and uh, because he's worried about uh, getting these extra guests, ella lav adiktiv midli. It must be that it's written high up on the wall not in uh, easy reach and um, I won't read it straight away so we see uh, this is a machloket uh, of Tanaim uh, and we see that uh, uh, the first opinion holds just like our Mishnah uh, however Rav Acha's opinion uh, holds not like it and therefore we have reconciled that <coughs> and we say we comment on this hani mili hi sorry vahani tanai kani tanai and this machloket tanaim is the same as the machloket of of the following tanaim the tanya ein ruin b'mareh b'shabbat you're not allowed to uh, look in a mirror a man's not allowed to look in a mirror on Shabbat Rabbi Meir matir b'mareh hakavua b'kotel Rabbi Meir says you are allowed to look in a mirror that is fixed on a wall okay so the Gemara says ma'ashana hakavua b'kotel what's the difference uh, you know, according to to Rabbi Meir, who says it's fine if the w- window, if the mirror, sorry, is on the wall. midkar, because uh, what's what's going to happen? You're going to see a hair out of place, and then all of a sudden you're going to you know automatically say, ah, I've got to get rid of that hair, and then uh, you're going to cut it off. So uh, we say, if that is the case, uh, if it's uh, you know, while you're going to bring the scissors, uh, it says midkar, uh, you will remember. Uh, that it's, uh, you know, Shabbat. Uh, the same thing, you know, why if just the window's on the wall, the same thing would apply. Nami, what happens if the window's not uh, fixed onto the wall? Uh, the same thing. The fact that you're going to fetch a scissors or whatever you need to do to cut off your hair, some kind of... Um, knife or sharp implement uh, to, to, to cut your hair uh, and you'll remember uh, you know, and, and, and therefore there shouldn't be a difference 
Therefore, Therefore, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a metal mirror to Rav Nachman Amarav Avua. As Rav Nachman said in the name of Ruad, Rav Nachman Amarav Rabba Ba'avua. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabba Ba'avua. Uh, why is a metal mirror prohibited on Shabbat? We know Shadam will say, Lashir ba nimim medul dalin. Right? Because what's going to, to happen is that the mirrors, they weren't, you know, nice frames and stuff like that. They were just hanging on the wall and they may very well have sharp edges. And, um, and a person is going to not only, uh, you know, see in the mirror uh, that he's got these uh, straggly hairs on his. Uh, um, you know, a beard or whatever it happens to be, what he'll do is he'll use that self-same mirror uh, to cut these uh, these things off, this, these hairs off. And therefore, uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, so, so the one person says, um, yeah, once the mirror's on the wall, a person's not going to remove it uh, from the wall and, uh, and then cut it off. So it's very similar, uh, you know, in terms of this, this writing, if it's very high up on the wall, a person's not going to really uh, exert himself and climb up a ladder and then rub it off without really remembering that it is Shabbat. Okay, so similar uh, kind of uh, uh, idea here, following on from this Tanur Banan, Ketav, Sorry, uh, it says um, if there is writing underneath a picture or under this uh, uh, graven images, right? Diokanot uh, uh, is uh, you know all of the, those things. If it's, there's writing there, you're not allowed to uh, read it on Shabbat because uh, again you'll end up you know reading. Uh, non you know uh, secular uh, you know business documents diokna uh, asma and even this diokna uh, this uh, visage okay this image afbakol asur listakalba you're not even allowed to look at it during the week mishum shinema altifnu elalelim don't uh, turn to the idols okay and uh, it says what are we talking about here my tamura what's it coming to teach us amrachanin altifnu el uh, right, uh, you know, it says you're not allowed to push, uh, you know, Hashem out of your mind. Uh, that's going to, um, by looking at these other images. Okay, uh, that is what we are, you know, talking about there. All right, um, the next part of the, the, the Mishnah is now quoted. A person is allowed to draw lots uh, with his family to see who gets what portion. Uh, so it specifies the family. It says with his, with his uh, family members, uh, he could do this. The implication is uh, with your family members, you can do it. With, with other people, uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do such a thing. Uh, my timer, what is the reason for that? Ravihuda uh, Amashmu. What Ravihuda says in Amashmu, Ravihuda Amashmu, what did he say? Bnei Chavura, Makbidin Zealze, Ovri Mishum Mida, Mishum Mishkal, Mishum Minyan, Mishum Lovin Purim Biomtov. People that are in a group. But for whatever reason, uh, they are very precise. They are very exacting uh, with each other. Uh, if you know you you lend him an egg, you have to pay him back an egg, etc. You have to. They're very particular uh, with every cent, uh, and and that's it. So now, what happens is, if they're eating together on a Shabbat or a Yom Tov, uh, that is a uh, 
uh, a problem, right? Because what's going to happen uh, is this guy got 100 grams worth of meat extra uh, than his friend. Everyone's going to, you know, claim it back from him. Uh, and, uh, and and therefore, um, uh, once we, once we they, they're so particular about everything, uh, they're going to vi- be violating uh, a whole lot of things. You, you, you're violating measuring things, weighing things, counting things. All of these things are kind of weekday uh, activities. Uh, and also you'd be, you know, in, in terms of uh, what it says, loven ufarin, uh, whenever you do something, um, and you take more than someone else, you've automatically created this loan, uh, backwards and forwards, uh, a loan or something owing to you, uh, etc. And therefore, uh, you, they, you're liable for doing business uh, on Shabbat uh, over there. And uh, that's it, that you're not allowed to, to do that on um on, on Yom Tov, I mean. Okay, uh, it says, and we add another one, uh, and even when it goes according to Beit Hillel, uh, this goes according to Ribbit. I think we had this two days ago, um, where we said it's where you have to make sure that the monetary value uh, is set up front. Uh, you know, otherwise, it could be end up with a, a say-a-basaya problem. Okay, so the Gemara says, okay, once you're talking about that, Iyahi, Benav, well, why did it say that you could could do it uh, with your family? Surely you shouldn't be able to do it uh, with even with your family if it's so if it's so um, so bad and can lead to all these transgressions. And the Gemara says, no, Benav, Benav, your household and your family, Hainutama. The reason is, Krav Yehuda, I'm a Rav, as Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav said, I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Rav. He says, Muta halavot banav A father can lend money to his children and make them pay it back uh, with interest on. Okay, there's no problem uh, of of charging interest to a, uh, a fellow Jew because of the fact that uh, it's all the father's money anyway. So he's not really charging interest. You know, he's he's he has to pay the you have to pay the interest yourself, but you know, it really is all his money. And the reason that you would be allowed to do this, um, you know, it says, Kadei Latin Lahat in Mam a time ribbit. You have to make them, uh, you know, try, see how hard it is to end up having to pay uh, interest. So that will discourage them from doing it. I think the counter view uh, in, you know, to that is that they might see it's actually quite an easy, uh, you know, job to, uh, to lend money at interest and therefore it, it ends up being counterproductive uh, because actually what's going to happen is that uh, uh, you're going to you're going to make them enjoy uh, lending on interest and stuff okay um but uh, so therefore uh, but you know according to this your family members would not be included in interest because they you know that it's all really your money uh, the Gemara says so then why can't you work out you know this guy uh you know, did all these mitzvot, let's say, and therefore I'm going to give him a big portion, you know, and then this one did less mitzvot and I'm going to give him a smaller portion, you know, something like that. And that's the Gemara's question. Why can't you do it? Before we said, uh, you know, as long as you don't do a big portion for a small portion, portion as well. So you should be allowed to do it. The Gemara says, Yeah, you're right. Uh, really, the Mishnah is missing words, and we have to interpolate uh, the following. 
you can uh, draw lots with your family around the table. Even one big one for a small one. So there isn't a problem with that because, as we said, the father owns everything. My timer, what's the reason? As Rav Yudah in the name of Rav says, In Banav, Im, In, Imacharim Law. So it must be. You know what? Uh, sorry, the the previous thing was Rav Yudah Amarav. He said that you'd be allowed to do it to show your kids uh, how bad interest is. Okay, and uh, now we infer im banav im in imacharim lord only with your close family, but uh, with other people not. Ma'atam, what is the reason? Rav Yudah Amashmul. Now Rav Yudah the Amashmul says manegedola keneged manekatana a big portion for a small portion. It says apakol lacharim masur. You know, you do, even to do it with other people and even on a weekday would be forbidden. So there's not a Shabbos issue, a Shabbos issue as much as it is a normal uh, issue. What is the reason? Ma'atama mishum kuvya. Uh, because um, if you if you do this, it ends up being like a gamble. You're taking a chance. You're saying, listen, uh, pick a number, and then you see your number comes up. You're going to get the biggest portion, uh, etc. So we see uh, that this is very similar to uh, like gambling, and therefore that's why it's frowned upon. Uh, and that's uh, you know it, it could be a person stealing. You know, the defi- it's defined as stealing if a person's uh, taking uh, ribbits because the person uh, that, or no, not ribbits, uh, gambling, uh, because the person uh, that uh, he's receiving it from, even if it's paid over, uh, you know, it, it still is defined as a gambling debt because a person never thinks. The whole idea of casinos works on the fact that a person always thinks he's lucky and uh, he's not going to lose. So therefore, you didn't expect to lose. Now, uh, he did lose. It means that he didn't really commit uh, to losing. Uh, and and therefore it's uh, you know almost similar to to theft because he never thought he was going to lose now uh, he does lose and he owes you the money well then it's like you've stolen that from him okay that's the the concept over there okay uh, moving uh, on to the next part of the Mishnah matilin uh, chalashim etc you know I'll uh, you know for different lots on different portions ma'aval lo alamanot what does it mean uh, but not for these portions I'm Rav Yaakov Devat Yaakov Yaakov the son of the daughter of Yaakov obviously his father wasn't a uh, uh, particularly uh, nice individual or something that's why we quote in his mother's name whatever there's some problem maybe he wasn't Jewish or something like that but that's why we just kind of quote it instead of the father's name we use the daughter um, Devat Yaakov the daughter of Yaakov anyway um Aval Loamanot Shalchobi Yomtov. You're not allowed to uh, uh, draw weekday things for Yomtov, all right? Which which could mean uh, that um, if it's in Yomtov, you can't draw it for the Chulin offerings. It could mean uh, if the, the the actual animal itself uh, is a non-holy animal. And you did it before Yom Tov. Now you need to split out the portions. You wouldn't be allowed to do it on Yom Tov. The Gemara says, "Shita, surely that is, uh, you know, at, at, you know, preparing or whatever the case is. Uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, why, why would you have to add that in? No, Ma'atatema. What might you have thought? Hill, Hukativ, Vamcha, Merivei, Kohen. The the Kohanim are, uh, are, you know, like like fight with each other. Kohanim Azrizim, and they're very particular, which is good in most instances. Uh, but uh, when it comes to to things where they're meant to be harmonious, and now they're fighting with each other, uh, you might think, Afilu, uh, might not call Nami. You might think that even when it comes to 
these weekday portions, okay, that they would be allowed to draw a uh, draw lots because of the fact that you know they, then it's divided equally. There's no fights, uh, etc. So you might think that that would be allowed. Uh, no, that is not allowed. Okay, and uh, that's that. All right, so I'm a Rav Yaakov Bredevat Yaakov. Again, this person, once we quote him, we quote him a few times. Uh, he says, Call If a person uh, gets punished uh, through you, in other words, someone has done something wrong to you, and uh, you pray to Hashem that they get punished. Okay, that's, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, uh, you couldn't take them to court. There weren't, you know, maybe witnesses or something like that. And, uh, you know, they're making up stuff against you and they're really causing you problems. Uh, If you, you know, you can't ask Hashem to punish uh, that person. You can ask Hashem, uh, you know, to to put in the person's mind, not to to continue pursuing you or whatever the case is. But to ask that that person, Hashem should punish that person, uh, that is... No good, okay? Um, it says, call uh, because by asking Hashem to punish the person, Hashem might listen to you uh, and then punish the person. If you do that, uh, you're, you've got your, your, your revenge, okay, by, by getting that person punished. However, it's not good for you. Uh, you know, uh, you won't be let into the inner enclosure of, uh, of Hashem, right? Uh, that's, uh, you know, even, even if you didn't do anything wrong, even if you were 100% justified uh, in terms of um, you know getting the guy to stop you but it's not it's not good to get someone else punished Minalan, so we're trying to see this principle where we get this from. Uh, this one, uh, we'll, we'll quote the whole thing. Uh, it says, etc. Okay, uh, okay, so let's, let's just stop there and translate so we know what's going on here. Uh, really what happens is, is that um, the, the, if, you know, the, there is a story in, in, um, in Kings, right? Uh, and Hashem says, who's going to uh, entice Achav, right, to, to go and uh, and go to war, and then he'll die at Ramot Gilad. Okay, and, um, and this is Hashem, he's seemingly speaking to, um, yeah, people who've got um, these spirits, and they're going to do it. So the one said, uh, this way I'm going to do it, and that way I'm going to do it. And then one spirit comes out, and he stands in front of Hashem. He says, I will go. And if it is, I will go and entice him, or I will go trip him up. And Hashem says, go. All right, you can go. And Hashem says, you know, and... and uh, um, you know, and Hashem said to it, oh, you know, I'll be able, uh, you know, you can go there and it'll be a, a lying spirit, Ruach Sheker, in front of all the, the mouths of the prophets. And Vayome, uh, right, and he says, yo, you will entice him and you will do it, uh, go out and do it. All right, but really, uh, what it says, 
um, well, we haven't we haven't got there. We haven't seen exactly where you know what happens. So Hashem, in any case, uh, says Amrinan my ruach. What is this ruach? What was the nature of this uh, specific spirit? Amarav Yochanan ruach shall navot. This is the spirit of navot. Okay, navot who uh, Achav had um, had killed. Achav had taken his vineyard, violently taken his vineyard. Uh, you know, staged a, a trial, uh, got people involved uh, to testify falsely you got this poor guy uh you know um, shown up as a as a you know falsely uh, as a as a, a rebellion you know person that rebelled against hashem and then uh he was killed unjustly executed so that's why he was looking for vengeance uh for uh for such uh, for such terrible behaviour, so he's looking for any example uh, to go against Achav. All right, and uh, and you know, and, and Hashem seems to give him permission, uh, you know, and that's it. Might um, uh, say, but then Hashem says, go out, you know, and, and you will succeed uh, in doing this. So he went ahead and he put the uh, false prophet in the in the words of certain people's mouths, etc., and enticed um, Achav to go up to. Uh, Ramot Gilad and he got killed there okay in any case uh, Hashem says might say go out uh, which we thought was you know a simple practical thing go out and uh, and, and get it done okay you've got uh, the green light Marav uh, no you can you have to leave my uh, you have to leave my area of or my enclosure uh, over here and uh, we see uh, that's it uh, you know, that's why we see that if you get someone else punished, uh, you are kicked out of Hashem's little mechitza, uh, his little enclosure. The Gemara says, no, not the, not, not, not the best proof. Uh, the reason for that is diktiv to var shakrim lo ikon. Uh, the Pasuk says in Tilim 101, it says, uh, if you speak lies, you know, you can't uh, dwell in front of me. So, so this is what, uh, you know, this, uh, this spirit of Navot couldn't stay there anymore because it lied. That's it, enticed it, uh, these prophets to say these things and they'd be lying and therefore it's no good. So Hashem says, listen, if that's how you behave, uh, you can't be with me. Okay, so that, that's not the answer. Uh, we try again. Ela mihacha. Shabbat Kalon Mikavod Shtaigam Ata Harel. Okay, the Pasuk says in Chavakuk, uh, it says, uh, You are filled with shame instead of honor. Drink you and the one that is uncircumcised. Uh, the Pasuk continues, uh, You know, and the, the cup of Hashem's right hand will be turned to you and filthiness should be on your glory. That's Pasuk in Chavakuk, chapter 2. Okay, uh, um, what does that mean? Shavat kalon Mikavod. What does this mean? You are filled with shame instead of honor. Zer Nebuchadnezzar, talking about uh, the wicked king Nebuchadnezzar. Um, Shtegamata Harel. You're filled with, uh, you drink you and, and also the one that is Harel. Zer Tzidkiah. That's uh, talking about uh, the king Tzidkiah. Okay, who you're going to see uh, is going to cause a um, uh, Nebuchadnezzar to, to be punished. And then he's also going to get punished. What are we talking about here? We're going to see this in a bit uh, right now. However, Ketiv, uh, uh, sorry, maybe no, that's not the correct drush of the Pasuk. Maybe the whole Pasuk is written about Nebuchadnezzar. And also, moreover, Tzidkia Tzadika, you know, Tzidkia was, was a Tzadik. So, what, you know, what, what could you have done uh, to him? The Amarav Yehuda, Amarav, Bashat, Shibikesh, or Tor Rasha, Lasot, or Tor Tzadik, Kach. Uh, you know, uh, as we're going to see, 
uh, nothing bad actually happened to Tzitkia because uh, when uh, Nebuchadnezzar tried to take advantage of him, uh, so this this miracle happened. What are we talking about? It's uh, going to be uh, elaborated below. Um, uh, we'll see the the full story below, but it just you know we see that uh, it wasn't uh, Tzitkia's problem. You know he never caused this to happen, so that's you know we can't attribute him uh, the sin. So that can't be the case whereby we see it. So actually it is uh, not a specific case. Uh, this thing is just a statement from which we infer because the pasuk in Mishlei says Gam Enosh Lotov. Punishment is not good. For the righteous, uh, it says, "Ein lotov elara." So lotov means ra. So, in other words, it's not good good for a tzaddik to be the cause of ra of evil. Okay, and that's it. An uh, active, and also it says, "Kilo el chafetz resha." You're not a god that desires wickedness. Ata you lo yugurchara, and and wickedness will not stay with you. Tzaddik ata Hashem v'lo yegur migurchara. Uh, in other words, because Hashem is righteous, uh, evil people can't dwell with him. Uh, in other words, within his mechitza. In other words, if you've done something bad, then you're going to, um, you know, if, uh, in cause someone else to get punished, you are going to get um, kicked out of Hashem's mechitza, of Hashem's uh, enclosure. Uh, and, uh, we, you know, before we get to the story of... Uh, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Ma'ashma dehai chalushim lishna depura, and we said you have to, you can cast lots, uh, you know, for you know, for, for you know, different food portions, and it calls it chalashim, uh, right? It called it that. Why do we know? How do we know? It's the lashon of pura. It's an expression of drawing lots. Who detective and and if lots mishamayim hilal ben shachar v'nig. Right, the Pasuk in Isaiah says, um, have you fallen from heaven, uh, you, you star of the day, the sun of the morning, you've been cut down to the grounds and you cast lots, that's Cholesh uh, on the nations, right, Cholesh ala Goyim. What are we talking about here? What is this enigmatic pasuk teaching us? What happens is that Nebuchadnezzar had subjugated a whole lot of kings, uh, and and what he would do, he would cast lots. Okay, Matil uh, Pur, all the. Uh, the royal leaders, right? The Gedolei Malchut, the the princes and the kings. Later, Ezemehem Yomo Shal Mishkav Zachor. He would, uh, you know, uh, have um, homosexual relations with, with, you know, each king, uh, and uh, uh, at uh, you know every every single day he would choose a king. He would draw the lot and and see which king's uh, thing came out. So he would. That's the way he would treat them, you know, in the most degrading way. Uh, and rape them and sodomize them. Okay, uh, and the the pasuk relates on. It says all the kings of the nation, all of them sleep in glory in their own house. Uh, means that uh, they all, you know, once Nebuchadnezzar died, um, then all the kings uh, breathed a collective sigh of relief and they could all go home to their own houses. They weren't being kept captive uh, in Nebuchadnezzar's palace anymore uh, and, uh, and being slept with and being, uh, you know, uh, sodomized by him. Okay.
that is uh, uh, that's that uh, and also Vama Rav Yochanan Rav Yochanan says about this uh, he says all the years of that man's life that evil person's life uh, no laughter was ever found in the, in the you know in, in, of any person okay in the world it, they were all fearful of him Shnema the whole earth was addressed and quiet and then they break forth uh, into this Pitskurina uh, breaks forth into song up until now there was there was there was no singing at all so you know when he died the whole earth you know earth broke out in song okay and uh, she was so bad you're not even allowed to stand in the house of that wicked person okay if you could somehow find uh, the the palace of Nebuchadnezzar you wouldn't be allowed to stand inside of Shnemar we quote the Pasuk also in Isaiah uh, Sharim Iraq um uh, Sham these these demons are, uh, are are dancing over there okay uh, that is that. So what are we talking about? We quoted a, a, a part of a story uh, with uh, Tzidkiah. We said he, nothing happened to Tzidkiah, even though it seemed like it was going to. What are we talking about? I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Rav. Uh, he says, uh, What happens when Tzidkiah was meant to be called to Nebuchadnezzar for these homosexual relations? Um, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's uh, foreskin uh, started uh, stretching out uh, 300 amot. Okay, 300 amot is about 150 meters, so it's you know, quite some distance. I'll call a Kula, and uh, you know it, it. It goes around the whole. You know, he was having a, um, you know, a drinking party or whatever he was having at a feast, uh, and it went around 150 cubits. Uh, I mean, 300 cubits, uh, and it went around all of these things. Uh, you know, all these people at the thing, and uh, and uh, that's the pasuk that we quoted uh, in Chavakuk, where it says, "You're filled with shame instead of honor. Drink you and the one who is uncircumcised." And it says, "Shema savata kalon mikavod gam ata hareli." Okay, that's the pasuk that we quoted, which are you know, the, you know, drink, uh, etc. Uh, like one is uncircumcised. Aral gabatri, and if you take the word aral in um, in the, if you count up the letters. Uh, Shlosh Mortave. Uh, it is three hundred uh, in terms of um, of that. Okay, uh, the the Reish uh, is. Um uh, is is two hundred and seventy is is iron and lamed is thirty so that is uh, three hundred. Add it up. Okay, so that's how it uh, came out. Um, and uh, we see, so they never actually did anything to Tzidkiah. And it says. Um, Vama Rav Yehuda, I'm a Rav, and Rav Yehuda says in, in the name of Rav, B'Sha'ah, Rad or Tor Rasha, Legehenom, you know, in, in the, when, when Nebuchadnezzar came down to Gehenom, Rashu, Kol Yodai Gehenom, all the people of Gehenom uh, started getting into fright, you know, they all got scared. Amri Shema, Limshoa Lehem, Huba, maybe he's coming to rule over us, or Lechalot, Kamotam, Huba, you know, maybe is he going to be coming weakened, or is he going to come to rule over us? Shema Gamata, Come on, Elenu Nimshalta. If you become like one of us, also Pasuk in Isaiah. Okay. Um Yatsa Bakko, but a heavenly voice came out from Ram Mimi Nemta Rada Hashkava Ala 
Arelim. Pasuk says, who do you pass in beauty, go down and be laid with uncircumcised people. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar was going down, way down into Gehenna, uh, and uh, he's not better than anyone else. And um, the Gomorrah says, uh, uh, you know, and... Uh, uh, that's it. Ein shevach nigwesh shivcha medahava. Okay, the pasuk says you should go against the king of Bava, and so how has the oppressor ceased? Amrav Yuda, Amrav Shavta, Uma Zu Shne Amra Madod Vave. It says the, the the nation that said measure and bring a lot of of money has now disappeared. Veika de Amre. There's some people who say uh, it says Shasa Maod Maod Vave Belo Mida. Bring more and more without any measure. Okay, uh, you know that's. Um, uh, you know that that's that's what you know. It, it once uh, you know Nebuchadnezzar died, uh, basically Babel seems to have uh, um, you know collapsed. Okay, uh, and uh, we see talking about Nebuchadnezzar, uh, it says Redu Yatera Hosifulo with Lee, and and it says a lot of greatness was added on to Nebuchadnezzar. Pasuk in Daniel. Um, which says, Amarav Yehuda, Amarav Yirmiya Ba'aba. So it says, Mulamaid, Shirachav Alari, Zachar, he rode on a male line, Vakesha Tanin Rosho, and he had this, uh, uh, you know, snake on his head. Lokay, Mash, Nemar, Kamet Chayatasere, Natsati, Lo, Lavdo. I've given the the beasts of the field, and uh, they all serve him. Right? So we see that that's why, you know, people who had, you seem to have a lot of power even over the animals uh, etc that's why the whole world was scared of him even when he died uh, the people in Genom thought that he might be ruling over them the same way he ruled over those other kings who he sodomized okay we will pick it up at the Mishnah uh, tomorrow everyone should have a great day